Welcome to the Live Life Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast, where you can come for your session of golden real estate investing knowledge to help push your business to the next level and join the Live Life Movement. My name is Craig Brandt. I'm a real estate entrepreneur from Massachusetts, and I'm here to drop some hard facts so you can work on your business and not in it. So get ready and let's dive in. Welcome to the first episode of the Live Life Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Uh, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a little while now. Finally got the Facebook group up um, and I took some time to, you know, put the podcast together, get everything all set up so that I can kind of get this thing rolling um, and, you know, spread this live life movement. Um, I, you know, this podcast, the group, it's for everybody. It's not just for, you know, newbies or anything. It's for newbies, people that have done one or two deals, you know, seasoned vets, people that, you know, looking to get into different strategies, different types of investing, um, people that are already in different types of investing that, you know, I can bring on as guests and, you know, they could talk about their strategies, their experience, you know, how they're doing things in the business. Um, because real estate is just so lucrative. There's just so many different avenues you can take, ways you can do things. It's pretty crazy. Um, There's just so many different ways to make money. Um, And at the end of the day, I mean, that's really what we're in it for, right? Um, And I'm not saying money as in a greed way. I'm just saying, you know, with me, live life, you know, I want to go live my life. And in order for me to live the life that I want to, um, I need to have lots of money and I need to have a flexible schedule where I can leave and take six months off. Um, you know, it's not something that you can do with a normal, regular nine to five job. Um, you know, so that's that's really why I got into the business. And I'm sure that's why a lot of other people are in the business. So, you know, it's all about being able to free up your life and, and make some money and, and really, you know, do some good. Um, so, you know, I can't wait to have, you know, a few guests on here to talk about, you know, how they've been able to change their lives, motivate people, give some tips. Um, and, you know, I can't wait to watch some people who are just starting out on the podcast and just getting into the group who are, you know, brand new into real estate, watch them grow and hear their stories along the way. Um, so I kind of wanted to just give a general, you know, background on, you know, kind of like how I did things, you know, obviously, you know, I started off as a realtor. Um, got my license when I was 21, and you know I kind of been in real estate ever since. You know, was off for a few months, and, I, and then I ended up coming back. Um, but you know, I started off as a realtor, working with first-time home buyers. I hated that; uh, it was not fun. Uh, and then I, you know, I learned about wholesaling. And you know, when I first learned about it, you know, all the other realtors I knew, you know, they told me it was shady. Don't get into it. Just get the listings. And you know, so I kind of just never really thought about it again. I just kind of brushed it off. I didn't, you know, want to you know, look into it or, you know, meet up, like someone wanted me to meet with them um, to like be a realtor for them to help them with, with deals or something. Um, so I kind of brushed it off. And then working at a dealership, one of my boys sold a car to a guy and I, you know, was talking to the guy, he said he was a wholesaler. So it sparked my interest again, and it kind of got me back into it. I started researching it and I got addicted. Um, so, you know, I started off with, you know, just general wholesaling, putting properties under contract that, you know, a discount to price and assigning them. Um, and then, you know, in my journeys of, you know, searching for these distressed properties and, um, you know, like looking for potential deals, I was coming across like, you know, when I, the first few ones that I came across, you know, I had kind of walked away from because, they, you know, just didn't really fit the whole formula that they teach, you know, the 70% ARV and all that. So I kind of just walked away and I didn't um, pursue them. I just said, oh, I'm sorry, you know, the numbers didn't work. I tried to get the listing on it um, to sell it as like a realtor because I still got my license. 
Uh, but, you know, I, I walked away and some of them I listed. Um, and then it really kind of made me open up my eyes when I had lost, um, when I, ran, I I lost it, I say, but, you know, I, I had realized that I could have actually made $58,000 on one deal that I only ended up making like 8000 because I took the listing instead. Um, and it really made me open up my eyes and start looking into like, wow, I should look at every single deal with an open mind and, you know, try to figure out, you know, different ways to make money or, you know, even if there is money to made on the deal, how do I, you know, is there, is there a way for me to make more money on that deal? Um, and it, once I, you know, that, that was a big learning lesson because it really opened up my eyes and I don't look at any deal the same way anymore. Um, and, you know, it's really changed my business. It's changed my approach. Um, you know, I got a method and, you know, I, me personally, I call it reverse wholesaling, um, you know, because it's kind of, you know, it's not the general wholesale method. Um, it's kind of the opposite and it's not listing the properties. Um, it's, it's finding on market properties, but still getting them at a deeply discounted price um, and, you know, assigning them over to a buyer or, or, you know, even once you get to that level, keeping them for yourself and, um, you know, making profits that way, depending on how the numbers are. Um, but I, I call it reverse wholesaling. Um, and it's something that I, you know, can do religiously in a bunch of different markets and, you know, in my local market, um, just, you know, right on my computer. I'm not prospecting for any leads. It's just, you know, finding the addresses and, you know, contacting the, uh, the person who has it listed and, you know, explaining to them what I do. Um, you know, that's one strategy that I take and I still do get, you know, traditional wholesale deals where, you know, they're pre foreclosures or, you know, vacant properties that my bird dogs that are driving for dollars are doing, uh, you know, sending into me or, you know, cold call and, um, just different lists that we pull and we text out and we call, uh, you know, we're still getting those traditional deals, but, you know, the reverse wholesale is another way that, um, I kind of go after and try to find more deals that are just right in your face that you wouldn't even think of even trying to go after. Um, you know, and, you know, there's just, there's also so many different other methods that, you know, people follow like subject twos and, um, you know, wraps and all that. Uh, and then, you know, there's ways to get into cash flow as well, you know, with Airbnbs and rentals. Um, so, you know, that's what this podcast and this group is really about. Uh, it's going to be about, you know, it's everyone talking about different strategies they use, you know, giving tips to people who are new, new people asking questions on what they should do or, you know, how to, you know, make sure their numbers work. And I'm a big believer in, you know, getting your um, knowledge up before you get too deep in um, because you don't want to start writing contracts and putting houses on the contract when you don't even know what the next step is. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of people doing this, I mean, they don't even understand how a real estate transaction works with, you know, is your state require an attorney or just a title company? Um, you know, you got to get the, the water reading. You got to get smoke, smoke inspection from the fire department before the sales complete. There's a lot of little things that go on from the time you write that offer to the closing table that need to be done so you can actually close. Um, so, you know, the, it's definitely important to, you know, do a lot of research, listen to a lot of different people, ask people for advice you know, reach out. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at craig.livelifehomebuyer. Um, you know, ask me a question, shoot me a DM, glad to answer. Um, just try to get your knowledge up, you know, on the basics of real estate, you know, how a transaction works. Make sure you have good contracts that, you know, an attorney has reviewed, um, you know, understand earnest money deposits, understand your contracts before you go out and write offers, understand how to do market research, um, you know, figuring out comps, you know, how to run numbers on a house to make sure that your numbers even work before you put the property under contract. Because the worst thing is if you're putting a property under contract, this just happened to a woman that I'm trying to help right now. 
a wholesaler went out and put a property under contract back in um, in November. And he had told her, you know, she gave him 30 days to close. It was a cash deal. <clears throat> um, gave him 30 days to close. So it was on November 20, uh, 20, like 2nd, or, yeah, 22nd that he wrote it. So the, they were supposed to close on uh, December 22nd um, or somewhere right around Christmas. And, um, you know, she's going through. She thinks the sale's happening. She's happy. She's getting what she asked for. He had put it on the contract. And um, she didn't understand. She thought it was just his contractors coming by, bringing people into the house, looking at it. And um, you know, she, she brought a, a cleaning crew in with a dumpster to clean the house out, get all the stuff out of there. This woman's in her 80s. And, she, you know, she got the whole house cleaned out. Um, and, you know, she was ready to sell. And, you know, come right around Christmas time, she was supposed to go on vacation to Poland. That's where she's from. And um, the house, the sale never happened. <laughs> like the guy never brought a buyer. He canceled the contract. And she was like screwed. She didn't she never went to Poland. She spent all the money trying to clean the house out, a lot of time. Um, so she they really left a bad taste in her mouth. And you know, it was, I had to. She thought I was like she had her guard up with me when we met with her. And um, me and my partner, you know, we just had to talk to her and explain to her, you know, this is what we do. We showed her pictures of the houses we flipped. Um, and you know, we just gotta have to gain her trust and let her know that we can help. So, um, you know, hopefully that's someone I can help. But just make sure you know. You know, know your numbers before you go in so that you're not putting a property under contract that you can't assign because, you know, that's what happened to this guy. You know, he, he put it on the contract for too much money and he was trying to find a cash buyer that it, they're not going to buy it because it doesn't make sense. Or he didn't even have any cash buyers, um, you know, and he was just throwing it on Facebook and Daisy Chain or whatever. So, you know, it, it's just really important because you don't want to be messing with people. Um, like, imagine if that was someone living there, right? And they packed up their U-Haul and they were getting ready to move. And you didn't sell their house, right? Like, come on. Um, that's just, imagine if someone did that to you. You don't want that. Um, so I, I, I just think education and just understanding the foundation of real estate um, is super important for you to get started before you get too deep. Um, and then once you got an idea and, you know, you've asked enough questions and you've talked to, uh, you know, enough people, um, then go all in, you know, get, get, get your process rolling. Like I said, you know, start from the ground up um, and, you know, just, start hustling, you know, and once you get that first deal, it's a game changer. Your whole business will change once you get that first deal. Um, as long as you know what you're doing and you know, you know, what you want to do with that money when you get it, don't just get the money and blow it. You got to take that money and invest it and, you know, really scale your business so that you can, you know, reach your ultimate goal. Um, and like I said, mine is to live life, go travel the world, have time that I can take off uh, and have money coming in and, you know, just move on to bigger things in real estate um, too. So, you know, it, it's very important. Um, you know, and I just kind of wanted to have this podcast in the group to, you know, be able to spread things like that and make sure that people are doing things the right way and make sure people are, you know, successfully, um, you know, going towards the, the goal that they want to be at. Um, and so that they don't, you know, take two months out of their life or three or four months out of their life and spend a bunch of money on, uh, you know, systems and stuff. And then the business never, you know, succeeds for them and they wasted all their money. And now they got to go back and get another job. Um, I, I mean, that's the last thing that, that was my fear when I first got into it. And I kept telling myself every time that I got to that point, I was like, no, I can't go back to another job. I can't go back to another job. And I just kept pushing myself. Um, and, you know, I wasted a lot of money up front. Uh, but I learned from it. And, you know, I kind of want to, you know, if I can help people, um, you know, not have to, you know, go through the whole struggle that I did at the very beginning, um, then, you know, that's kind of one of my goals also. Um, but the good thing for me was, you know, I learned it very quick in a matter of like two weeks after I spent over a thousand dollars. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> um, but, you know, things are good. 
And, you know, I'm hoping for a, a great 2020. I have huge goals this year. Um, really looking to, you know, blow the business up and start, you know, um, taking on bigger things and, um, you know, really, really getting closer to that goal of, uh, you know, living my life. So thank you for listening. I'm going to have another episode tomorrow and I look forward to talking to you guys. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you could do me just two favors, if you could go on Instagram, give me a follow at craig.livelifehomebuyer. You can shoot me a DM, ask me any questions, watch my stories when I go on appointments, talk to sellers. Um, and check out the video to this podcast. I'm going to post the link in the description below. Uh, go subscribe, smash the thumbs up, hit the bell so you get a notification anytime I post or go live and go out there and crush it. Go grow your business, make some money and make this year your year. Thank you.